0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Three Point Landing, your favorite podcast in which we talk about movies, comics, and video games, and sometimes TV as well. As always, with me today is my co-host, Misha. hey oh, uh, uh,
1: that Don't let that become my catchphrase.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, today we're going to talk about a very, very, very important topic. Now, as you all know, we are under the effects of quarantine, COVID-19, the new normal, the trying times. All of that combined. And of course, we turn to many things to ease our pain from quarantine. The soothing balm that relieves our our struggles. And that soothing balm that we're going to talk about is online gaming. (laughs) To talk about it with us is a very special guest tonight. Uh, we're having someone who started out in geek media as the creator and author of the blog Geek and Gladiators. Additionally, he started a podcast In the Car After with his then fiance, now-wife Denise, where they talked about movies, wrestling, and video games. Now, it's been years since uh, the last episode of In the Car After and a post on the blog Geek and Gladiators, but that's because these days he's been hosting the podcast Good Trades Be Great with his pals Miguel and Miguel. He's a contributing writer for GG Network, and a freelance artist going by the nom de art, yes, I invented that word, Rafi Graffiti. He also streams video games on his Twitch channel under the same name. Everyone, welcome my friend and yours, Rafi Lanus. Wow. Hey, what's up, everybody?
2: <laughs> that was a hell of an introduction. I, was, I didn't even know I did all those hours. things. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that uh, half of those things were stuff that I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for having me on the show, guys.
0: Now, uh, you, know. now you know. So let's start, let's start tonight uh, by talking about what we've all been playing. Well, actually, I'd like to know more about what you've been playing lately, Ravi. Hmm.
2: Oh man, okay. So for the most part, a lot of what I've been playing uh in the recent months, month, like like half a year now, is a bunch <laughs> of uh online games, like stuff that you can play with your friends online, because that's that's the only way you play with your friends now. <laughs> As you all know, yeah, it's, that's kind uh, of it's
1: kind of sad.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's basically a ready player one out here right now. Uh, oh, outside bad. Now we escape into the world of the virtual. <laughs> um, yeah, yes, I remember, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. time when we could actually
1: go outside and breathe the air and be among uh-huh. people. <laughs> has so it been so ago.
2: long? Oh, it has. It has. It has. It's so sweet. <laughs>
1: dude,
0: it feels longer.
2: All I want to <laughs> do is play rock, paper, scissors with my dear friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to come <laughs> over and play it. some tabletop That's... role-playing games with us again. Yeah, there it is. <laughs>
2: That's that's an actual thing that we played uh, physically. Uh, the tabletop okay. games. Okay. But yeah. Um, so, a bunch of online games. Uh, there's just a lot to pick from right now. Because this is… Like what I've said, this is the world right now. So, we have… Uh, we've been playing some Fall Guys on the side. Like, uh, When It Came mm-hmm. Out. Which is also… Which is Dynamite to play with the group. Among Us is also a thing. Like, these are the types of games now. Like, you… Since everyone has Discord, you're like… Okay, what are we doing this weekend? <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm going to get my geek card mm. revoked. But somebody has to explain Among Us to me. I'm sorry. Oh, well, oh yeah. I, I, please I've explain I've seen it. the posts. Yeah. I've seen the posts. But I have mm-hmm. not yet, you know, dipped my toes into this thing. So, so uh, what is
0: it? It looks interesting. Whatever it is. I, I only know the memes, guys.
2: <laughs> oh, uh, well, Among Us is kind of like… How do you explain this? Uh, um, it's what you get when you fuse werewolf and space team.
1: Space team. Is so you're all screaming app? at each other, and one of yeah. you is a bad guy.
2: Pretty much. Sometimes oh, two of that's, you. That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh man, you're I would play all, the shit out of that. Yeah, you're all you're all crewmates on the on a spaceship or a space station, mm-hmm. and there's mm-hmm. like ten of you, and like maybe two of you are imposters. So the crewmates go about like doing their tasks. Try. They have a set of goals that they achieve. Uh, in one session, and right. they go do that. And once they finish all of that, they win the game. But of course, the imposters won't let them do that because the imposters' goal is to kill as much as many crewmates as they can. So they don't have tasks. All they do is like uh, they look like the crewmates themselves, and they just kill them, isolate them whenever stuff is, whenever, whenever Damn. possible. And it devolves to shouting real quick if you're on <laughs> Discord with friends. <laughs> I can imagine.
1: I, I absolutely can imagine. You had me at Space Team.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, th- it's space team because like everyone has the different tasks and it's very like involved as well, just like space team. Like it's it's not just press E and task happen. No, um, there are a bunch of mini games that you that you do on your own when you're accomplishing these tasks. And you also gotta watch out for when the imposter is right behind you. You never know. Like is that guy sus? Is he moving about real weird? What tasks has he done? What tasks has he done really? And then yeah, it's a it's a whole meta game of like is he lying? Is he not? And then. It also becomes like if if you're playing with friends, you eventually just play your friends and not among us. You're like, No, <laughs> I know this motherfucker is lying because his his pitch goes way up when he's the <laughs> imposter.
0: But then somehow you know
2: it's some- fun. Like
1: the more innocent I am, the more suspicious I act.
0: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> noted, noted, <laughs> noted. very strongly. Like, so like, when I, you- Matthew, I just, Matthew <clears throat> it's not me. It's not. <laughs> 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 no, you know sometimes that's a, I love a game with a good uh, imposter, traitor you know Cylon mechanic you know like yeah, yeah, all that yeah. stuff because you know it's it's a great way to um, mechanize betrayal without having to like um, without having to actually deal with like real real betrayal in, mm-hmm. in a sense like because there's some people who mm-hmm. cheat at cars who cheat at, at, at poker and all that stuff but mm-hmm. uh, when a game actively includes um, betrayal in it it allows you to, to enter into a social contract saying we agree we all agree together that we're going to be dramatic we're all going to be like you know yeah. suspicious and also when you talked about like uh, playing others, I, I always find that very funny when you, when you play games like that. Because first you go, oh right, Rafi's tail is this. But after mm-hmm. a while, you know, Rafi will cotton on to that and he'll be like, all oh, right, I know what my tail is. So I'll play up my tail every time I'm innocent just exactly. to make them, just to throw them off. And it just becomes like layers and layers of gaming each other. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah,
2: yeah. It's, a, it's a great bonding experience with friends. You can tell how they're lying so they can't betray you in real life. So.
0: Yeah, that's, that's what you that's think. Think. <laughs> And the best thing is, during these, uh, in this quarantine state, it, it makes you remember which friends you miss and which friends you don't miss. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh damn! <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Straight <laughs> but, under the bus.
1: <laughs> but you know, it's funny that you mention it because mm-hmm. I think I have, I've also, I, I have not played this much, uh, this many online games um, mm-hmm. in ever, honestly. Yeah. Um. Like, I the past few weeks, you know, I I've been playing Call of Duty on mobile mm. with, with with our engineer PV over there, you know, and um, That's sick. I don't know. It's just our way of staying sane in these ridiculous, ridiculous times. Um, yeah. by shooting people in the face. It's an incredible <laughs> yeah. way of relieving stress after a long day.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. I mean, basically, I'm just doing what I was doing in Counter Strike 20 years ago, but now it's yeah. on my phone. <laughs>
2: That's just also mind-blowing to me, right? Like, this This is a time where COD can be played on mobile. And like, exactly. Anyone, I- anyone who has a phone can play it with you. And like, the shooting is not bad. It actually feels yeah, pretty awesome for a mobile game, right? Yeah, I that's remember the first really time I brought it up in the studio. I brought it up in the studio and then
1: PB's like, What? On mobile? And then I showed it to him. He's like, Hey, eh, it's not bad. And then… Yeah, yeah, yeah son of a bitch didn't tell me until like six months later that he'd been playing the whole time after that game so I'm like why didn't you say anything jackass gotta get the upper so hand I said, man like, oh. I was like when did you start playing he's like after you showed it to me I'm like I hate you so much I've
2: played every like, single day
0: and I'm prestiged like, like five hell? times
2: I'm
1: like oh my god okay <laughs> But it's funny because like, you know, um, I've got another podcast, uh, Sabo Tours, where we talk about movies and stuff. And Ooh. my co-host, it's his wife. Because we can hear her in the background when we're recording the podcast, right? And mm-hmm. she's always like, are you guys done yet? Can we play already? <laughs> she, she's really addicted to this game. And she joins our sessions. In fact, she leads our sessions. She's like the scariest one in the group.
2: <laughs> Does I she mean, do the call-outs? But, uh, Does she do the the really… Oh like, my God! Like, uh, she cackles when, when
1: she she she's so bloodthirsty. It's mm-hmm. it's incredible, really. Oh. But um, it's this whole being confined, being forced to stay indoors, just making people pick up games or consoles or, or or you know online games that otherwise they might not have. You know, you know we're mm-hmm. there's a switch shortage now. Oh, what really? Like, Nintendo had to specifically go out of their way to mention in a recent press release that they would be putting Switches back into production. They'd be ramping it up again to address the worldwide demand. Like, I I tried to get one for uh, my friend's kid two weeks ago. And I'm not kidding. Every single store I asked would only sell it to me as part of a crappy bundle. Mm. Because, you know, they would not, they refused to sell the the unit because there are just so few going around right now. Because everybody snapped them up. They got their Animal Crossings. They got oh, their yeah. Final Fantasy 7 remakes. You know, I mean, for well, for
2: PS4. For PS4. But, you know, <laughs> everybody,
1: everybody's stocking up on games. That's all I'm saying. That's what I
2: mean. Yeah, yeah. And it's so easy to access to like even if you don't have a console like what we've like what we mentioned yeah it's just on your phone man you get you need a yeah fucking uh, moba get in there you can choose from teach. everything yeah
0: yeah and not to mention like with uh, with the next generation coming up which we may or may not talk about uh, in a future episode like mm-hmm. uh, cloud gaming is becoming a big deal right, right now right and 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 and, and Game mm-hmm, Pass yeah. and all that stuff so that means is that you know, there are more ways to access games and, you know, more ways to play them uh, regardless of what hardware you have. And, you know, just, I think it's almost like the generation, the coming generation of, of, of video games has accidentally prepared for this pandemic.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Ways, like, yeah. you're
0: the most yeah. equipped industry
2: like that that hasn't really changed. Like, it's still like, Un- super rock solid.
0: Mm-mm. Unexpectedly um, so.
2: Mm-hmm. but like oh, you know this is hmm. something
1: that nobody could have foreseen like I'm pretty sure the makers of Zoom did not see their stocks going through the roof but, you know <laughs> last year this, yeah. at this time last year and so
0: that's I wanna, really really something mm-hmm. <laughs> so I want to talk about this other game that you're playing which mm. is like a really right. big sensation right now wow look at me I sound like a fucking old man now being like hey <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> the pink signs, I can. but no let's talk yeah. about uh, Fall Guys I saw that you were playing that yeah. game as well with with Sina, uh, Charles and the rest of the gang, or some, right? You know, so right, tell me right. about Fall Guys. Uh, I've been seeing
1: that too. That's the one that's based on Takeshi's Castle.
2: Yep, yep. It's just basically <laughs> Takeshi's Castle. Uh, Do they
0: actually it, say that? Do they? I mean, I know they said it. it. They said it. Oh, they said the Developers said, said that's what
2: they yeah, were inspired yeah, yeah. by. It's a game Good. show. Yeah, uh, it's the battle royale game show. The skill ceiling is very low, which makes it very attractive to everyone. Um, it's just a good old time with Fall Guys. Like, it's a very simple concept. Be the first or like be, be one of the first uh, 30, 15 to qualify and make it to the end of the line. Uh, it's. I think that's that's where Fall Guys succeeds. Like, it's very simple. Like, the concept is simple. End of the the line? controls are simple. All you do is jump. All you do is move forward, left, right, back. Yeah. Like, uh, oh. Uh, there's no like uh, uh, input ceiling to to like understand like there's no uh, um, there's no difficulty with the control basically so that's what <laughs> what's so fun about Fall Guys um, it's just like um, the thing though is um, I don't know if you've been keeping <clears> up but the the main reason why we kind of switched off of Fall Guys in the recent weeks is that the cheaters man. The cheaters, oh, man, cheaters! That, wait, what, what are you talking about? Ex- explain. Just, <laughs> just lousy with cheaters now. They're like, okay, so the game is get to the finish line before everyone else, like, uh, and traverse the obstacle course, right? And yeah, so you do that. You load up to the game, and then there's just a guy just flying. They wait. You can't do that. No, I can't do that. And just people just. Fly from the fi- from the starting line to the finish line like real easy and like why would you cheat in this game? What does it bring? What you?
0: kind of, kind of gratification? First of all, no gratification because the games yeah. the games, what game's kind inputs of a sad are so childhood. Tall. Did you have yeah. The games inputs are so simple? So you're not not exactly you're not exactly achieving yeah. dominance over something that people have had to work hard at being masterful at exactly. Uh, and second of all, this is a game that has no like if I recall correctly, there's no loot progression. There's no XP progression, right?
2: Mm, there is a little yeah. bit in cosmetics.
0: Yeah, you in cosmetics. can purchase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you're not unlocking skill trees or anything like that. Or, no. Or, no, no. Or, yeah, so what happens is it's like, so you have achieved all of this to gain nothing, not even in digital kits.
2: <laughs> not even. All he does is get the crown and then he can buy like an alligator suit or whatever.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. That is the definition of an ikauna moment. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Like that's 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 the big thing about Fall Guys. Like it's it's so disappointing that whenever you see a cheater, okay, that motherfucker's gonna win. Because there's no way. Like everything in the game is based around Ooh. the physics. And if you're flying up in the air, like you're basically a god. Right. <laughs> but then ah. the the developers actually have uh have put in like team games in the game where um, it's not just you racing to be the first, it's you part of a team. Like you gr- get grouped into oh. yellow, blue, and red teams. And you okay. Can okay. So the second we find out, like the the culture has become um, in the second that you find out that someone's cheating and they're on your team, you just tank yeah. it. You just tank <laughs> the game so the guy loses. <laughs> yeah. It's a completely
1: unselfish play that, like, it's like you, just you know save yourself the stress
2: yeah 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 and you're doing good for the whole community by losing and it's so good <laughs> i think that's the other that's the bright side of finding cheaters like finding that okay most of the world is cool it's just this one guy that wants to like be an asshole most of the world is cool they see a fucking cheater in the soccer game they put own goals they help the other team <laughs> Make own goals on right, their own. Right. Like you know, some the, yeah.
0: some some men want the world want to just want to watch the world burn, mm. and some worlds will just burn them back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put that, yeah. Now I got two questions for you, Rafi. One is like you gotta right. explain to me what this whole meme is about the yellow team. I think I heard about oh, yeah. this but about how What, what is that? What,
1: what is that? I'm not exp- cool enough to know this.
0: <laughs> okay, you gotta explain <laughs> to me like what the joke is about the yellow team. Why is it yellow team um, is Okay, so because they promised don't, to delete yellow team or something.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know how it started. It just started that in the international servers, if you're on yellow team, like everyone just beats your butt. <laughs> like they just uh, why red, why is red this? and blue just just collude to defeat yellow all the time, <laughs> every time. Is this a metaphor?
0: <laughs> is this a rhythm or something?
2: <laughs> maybe. I am not sure, but um to be completely fair, in Asian Fall Guys, or at least in, in the servers we play at, it's not the yellow team who are the losers. It's the bluesers oh. who are the losers. <laughs> the <blueser>. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. In in Asia, they're in blingers. Asia servers, if you're in blue, just pack it up, bud. Like I've seen I've seen multiple people like spawn as a blue player and I'd see them just give up. They just, just, just stand in the middle of the field and they're like, Yeah. That was a bad card on this one. What?
0: Does their, does their, does their Fall Guys avatar just like flop yeah. to the side and then assume the fetal position? It's
2: kind of worse because it just stands there. While all this chaos is happening, like around them, everything is like burning and balls have been thrown everywhere and people are <sighs> grabbing people and they're just in the middle of the field just standing there lifeless.
1: And my that second question for you… sounds so incredibly mm. sad.
0: So <laughs> and my second question for you is that um, yeah. now what I understand is that Fall Guys is categorized as a Battle Royale, one of the many games that have like really uh, become, come in vogue as of late, like mm-hmm. uh, Fortnite Battle Royale, Player Unknown Battlegrounds, and uh, Apex Legends. These are all games that are called Battle Royales, and right. like um, a lot of companies try to replicate the success of those games and to no avail. Uh, mm. But somehow, Guys has categorized that and has succeeded at that. Yeah. Uh, what are your opinions or, like, what are your ideas, behind, your thoughts behind that?
2: I think, yeah, I touched on it earlier, but it's really the ease of access and the very simple concept. Like, the the PUBG's and the Fortnite's are all, like, different variations of a very kind of unforgiving system, right? It's mm-hmm. like, um, yeah. you have to get loot. You got, you got to get loot, organize your inventory for like 30 minutes. And then the last five minutes is just you die. <laughs> and that's, that's what happens. Like it's a very unforgiving system. Much, it doesn't hold much. your hand as you fall to the ground lifeless. Um and, and it just punishes you by like just instant death. You encounter the guy that had the drop on you and you lose all that 30 minutes of prep, right? Uh in Fall Guys, it's very simple. Like you you get in, if you lose the very simple mini-game <coughs> with the very simple controls, you just you can just get back out. Just get back out there, bud. There's no need mm-hmm. to figure out where to drop next or like how to grab like a, a weapon or something, or you need armor or stuff like that. No. It's just a very Simple uh, distillation of what of a uh, battle royale is. So yeah, mm. I think that's why.
1: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, like mm. I, I think accessibility is a big thing now. Yeah, there are a lot of games, right? You know, you know, most games don't even come with an instruction manual anymore, right? I mean, yeah, does anyone even remember instruction manuals? But still, even that being said, the learning curve on a lot of these is still pretty high, and if you're not there in the first. Month first two months when the game launches, mm-hmm. you're going to be left behind. Honestly, like uh, I have not enjoyed a single minute of playing Call of Duty on the PlayStation uh, in Warzone, uh, mm. PlayStation um, Call of Duty Warzone, and I'm pretty sure the people who are beating me are like 12 years old.
0: <laughs> it's yeah, just sad,
1: Pro you know. Stats. If I I got lucky with the mobile version of Call of Duty, you know, I was there when that thing started. But mm. the, when I picked up the the PlayStation version a few months later. Forget it. It doesn't Yet. help that there's crossplay on that thing. So I was getting fragged by people on
2: PCs. <laughs> oh no, that's that's the big deal. Yeah, <laughs> that's it's that's so why good. you should that's why you should put it on the PC. <laughs> that's <laughs> why you you get a, a, a an Android emulator and play with people on cell phone while you have a
0: map and a
2: mouse. <laughs> that's how you even it
0: out. <laughs> using like actually um, what use Nox or BlueStacks or something right yeah 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 Yeah. actually at this point you can
1: blame PV but we've been using our PS4 controllers on on the thing already (laughs) it supports it now it's not it's not illegal anymore
2: right because when the game started it was it was
1: it was (gasps) illegal in the beginning yeah they would block you they would ban you from the game if they detected you were using an external controller
2: huh weird
0: Oh, I, I want to take the opportunity to to respond to, like, Misha's complaints about the difficulty, the learning curve, and accessibility, and talk about another thing I think that is important in the enjoyment of online games, which is rolling with a crew. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm sure, like, uh, Rafi, like, you know about this. Like, I know based on your streams and based on what you guys talk about on good trades, you guys get together and uh, and play games together not necessarily competitively against each other but to form up right
2: yeah mm-hmm. and i
0: think having a reliable crew really goes a long way towards like minimizing the learning curve and you know because you're all working together you're all sort of like holding each other's hands to like yeah. get the
1: experience <laughs> or, or or if y'all suck if you suck together yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, or that's you, or sad.
0: you achieve you achieve a modest level of infamy within a certain localized center. So even though you're not you're not number one out of the one hundred thousand leaderboard, you and mm-hmm. the, you and a bunch of other people are fighting over like the eighty thousand to, 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 to eighty one thousand mark, saying, "Ha ha."
2: Agreed. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, absolute yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. You're pretty good to some people, I guess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I think I told this story in our Nintendo episode, but I, I'm gonna share it again. It's was like speaking of learning curves, right? Mm. So I, I was visiting my cousin, uh I was visiting my cousin and I saw that he had a switch and he had Mario Kart eight. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Oh, I used to play Mario Kart and he's like, Oh, you wanna play? I'm like, yeah, sure. My cousin's like what, fourteen years old, thirteen years old? And I'm not kidding. Yeah. He just murdered me every which way to Sunday. <laughs> Repeatedly, and then that was bad enough. But then yeah. the little guy started trash talking me. Oh, he's like, I thought. He's like, I thought you said you played this game, and I'm like, Yeah, when I played this game, it didn't have a number at the end yet. That's how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ, kids today. I mean, yeah, you know, I'd probably do the same thing if I could. I, I would just yeah beat up hopeless old people <laughs> at, at their favorite video games. But yeah. Um uh, the, the the whole gaming landscape has changed immensely. And yeah. um uh, I I want to ask but the two of you guys, you two are more familiar with this. You guys have are are more into the the, the culture. Mm-hmm. Um tell me the appeal of streaming, of of mm-hmm. streaming your progress or watching somebody's somebody else trying to fight their way through a game. What what, what do you get out of it? you guys?
2: Actually I think the main appeal of streaming is the interaction. Like that's the the simplest, most basic uh, uh, appeal of it. Like you can talk to this guy while he's playing this game. That's it. That's what I find most but, appealing about it. And you can but, kind but, of experience what if you don't, it together. What if you don't know him? Um. Yeah. Then make friends. I guess. Yeah. That's that's a thing that happens sometimes. Like. Um. So I picked up streaming. I wasn't really a big fan of consuming streams before. But since I've picked up streaming, I've gotten into kind of like the culture of it. Like um, Mm -hmm. it's kind of customary to, for example, uh, at the end of your stream, uh, it's kind of customary to raid a person on Twitch, another streamer. Which is Mm -hmm. like uh, when you raid, uh, you take all your viewers who are still with you at the end of the stream and take them over to the other streamer right and that's how you kind of make friends
1: you're like paying it forward
2: paying it forward yes and that's kind of like uh how you make friends like you hang out in the chat for a while and then if you like their personality they add you up and you follow and then oh how like uh uh, they'll introduce themselves and if you Mm -hmm. like them we'll subscribe and all that stuff like that's how you kind of
0: uh make friends with them it's like you're done when you're streaming business and then you're mm-hmm. taking your audience to someone else who you have chosen to, like, upvote to sort of, like, you know, shout out. To, to spread the to love. Pay. Benefit, yeah. yeah spread the love, yeah. Who has been watching you, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, and there cool. so
2: So that's how you… So you've rated them and, like, uh you've kind of checked them out. You've interacted this one time. And everyone's kind of really friendly when… I don't know. Like, I don't… uh The culture around Twitch has been, like very accepting when strangers pop in in the chat. Like especially Mm -hmm. to the people with uh, like a modest following where in the chat, you can actually read the chat. So if they see your comment and you're new to the stream, they actually welcome you and ask you how your day was or like, how you doing? How'd you see the stream? And they actually really converse with you. And it's it's like really finding a friend in the middle of, the internet. Like I've had a few friends who I've never met in real life. I don't know their social media, their Facebooks or whatever. But I've only known them through Twitch. And we we kind of like have a bond through Twitch. And just Twitch.
0: Wow.
1: That's, that's, that's something. Because like I, I was talking with Matthew. And I was telling him that um, for the most part… Because you said friends, right? Mm-hmm. For the most part, I just couldn't get into it. Because like I, I can watch i mean i, I can I, I have to like I, I can't even watch like like after I've been fragged in a game, I cannot even bring myself to watch the <laughs> i can't to, to spectate the rest of the game unless the yeah. I actually know the people who are in there
2: you mm, know gotcha, gotcha
1: so I can watch p v after I've been shot in the head, you know, but I can watch the rest of our squad, but if they weren't playing, I would have no reason to watch. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting what you said that this is a way to actually make relationships to
0: actually meet people that that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's a way, it's a, yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a brand new way of engaging with video games while also mm-hmm. making them the social lubricant that sort of connects people together because yeah. it's not just about watching a, a video game be played well, although that does also happen. It's not just about Sometimes. you know watching a video game because, you know, someone is uh is, is someone you know, although that that can happen. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. um just sort of like um it's 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 sort of just being in the same like virtual room and just hanging chilling throwing you know making jokes uh sharing tips you know um mm-hmm. giving information to each other about the game like it's it's, it's you know, it's, it, it of course, depends from streamer to streamer and it depends from audience to audience. And, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes maybe there might be a bad place. But overall, like, you know, I think I've only had positive experiences with the community. Sure, I've landed in raids or I've, I've been raided to other groups where yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm not really interested in the streamer. You know, this yeah, is my whatever. But that's not, like, something I place on the streamer. You know I mean? I'm just like, mm. this isn't for me. And, you know, I'll yeah, go just check yeah. another stream.
2: It's just yeah. the a fit. Yeah. That yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Something that I noticed…
1: I mean, like, what I've observed is it's also a good platform for, like, people actually become celebrities this way. They become influencers, kind of. And I oh, find yeah. it
2: fascinating. Oh, yeah. Big time. And I think the main thing of how that happens is that they just really get good at the game. And, okay, that's, that's one side of it. But, uh, I, I'm gonna check myself there. Sometimes no, they get okay. really good at the game and that's uh-huh. what you watch. You become a celebrity because people watch you because you can like 360 no-scope like with the flick of a wrist, whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> There's also the part of it where you become a celebrity because you foster a community because that's the big thing with Twitch. Like um, everyone's just part of the gang. Like everyone in the chat, if they're strangers, if they're like first time viewers, or even if they're they've been there since day one, you're just fostering a whole community like a friend group, like a really right, really right. big friend group. and that's how you kind of that's your like claim to fame. and if a lot of people like your personality, and that's how you, you, you get there, kind of. Mm-mm. And that's how what I think uh, you, you make a celebrity out of Twitch streamers. Mm-mm.
0: it's the same it's the same thing that attract that makes the, the smaller the, the more modest uh, twitch audiences possible just amped up mm-hmm. on a larger scale because you coincidentally have that X factor that skill or mm-hmm. personality that just compels millions and millions of people to start watching and maybe it's also a byproduct of algorithms and of course of, of other people raiding your stream or joining you and sort of like you know it's like this growing. Right. Kind of mass. Like, of course, there are pitfalls. I think Ravi talked about this with me uh, with us last week, in which mm-hmm. when a Twitch community or, you know, or a Twitch streamer becomes incredibly popular, it becomes mm-hmm. way more difficult for them to engage with everybody on an individual basis. So, for example, I am currently following. Right,
1: the crowd's too big. Exactly.
0: Like, you know, it's like, it's like celebrities. It's like real celebrities, right? Like, for right. example, you follow a comedian when, when they start being humble and you, you, you pop up behind their shows. Like, I I've gone to a few uh, comedy shows, and like they'll they'll pop out back from the comedy club, and they'll smoke, and, or they'll they'll go to the comedy. This store. is
1: incredibly detailed.
0: <laughs> yeah, and 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 they're they're ready to 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 chat you know, to you engage. Know, I leave, yeah. yeah. I leave. But if they become incredibly famous, they can't afford that anymore because, you know, they're right. so popular. If they give one person their attention, they need to have to give all of them. So then that's when, right, you know, right. uh, that's when they need moderators. That's when they need like crowd control and, you know, that kind of thing or whatever. Makes uh, sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And so I'm following, a, I'm following a Twitch streamer. Uh, her name, his name is, uh, Kazi Kazuma Hashimoto, and he mm. he does, he plays a lot of mobile games and JRPG stuff, and it's a fun community. And he is always super attentive there. Whenever I sign on, he always asks, you know, you know, what's your day? Uh, how's the Philippines? Uh, you know all that stuff, wow. or or sometimes they'll go like yeah, like nice. I, th- I let's say let's say in a previous stream I th- I asked him, I talked to him about Final Fantasy XII. He'll ask me, hey, you know, how's your game of Final Fantasy XII going, Matthew? You making any progress lately? You know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm one- even though I haven't that's tried, nice. I'm 100 sure I can't get that personalization from fucking Ninja. I don't mean fucking Ninja <laughs> as in fuck Ninja. I just mean like you know like it's just not gonna happen. And I like, yeah, you know yeah, it'd be wrong and right, right. reasonable to demand that of him.
2: Right. It's like asking Chris Evans to remember your name. (laughs) (laughs) That that is not going to happen.
1: But um, what about some people who are… I've seen some accusations. There are those who just do it for attention. Like they have no interest in the games. They just want the the, the attention. They want to be in that position of influencing.
0: I mean, Uh, there are easier ways to do it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That is true. That is true. But what, what what I said earlier, it's just incredible to me how this thing has become like its own, its its own little ecosystem. Honestly, mm-hmm. that always surprises people. I mean, I was aware of it peripherally, peripherally. Mm-hmm. I was aware of it of this culture, but in doing the research for, for for today's discussion, you know, I was looking into it. I'm like, it is such a big thing, such a big thing. And yeah. on the one hand, that, that brings me to another thing. It, I kind of understand why Vince McMahon would be threatened by this. <laughs> but on the other hand, I think he's being incredibly childish. He's being incredibly childish in not letting right. wrestlers <laughs> so. go on third party platforms to make content. I'm like, how, do, right, you right, right, right. Right, I'm how do you even police that? Alright, i stop you. How? How does that work?
0: <laughs> I'm gonna stop you there, Misha. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, help, help our audience and podcast landia, <laughs> and like tell them what's going on here. Uh, you're talking about Vince McMahon. Speak, like, what yeah. is going on? Actually, maybe oh, Baffy can okay, recap. Fine. Re- yeah, recap go, for it, first. go what's, for. what's going on? Um,
2: yeah, Vince McMahon is uh, cracking down on the third-party services that the WWE wrestlers have been appearing on. That's it. Um, that's
1: ridiculous I'm like wait wait so how far does that go no more Twitter no more Facebook Instagram TikTok right
2: like where where do you
1: draw the line
2: yeah 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 I think he's
1: just jealous that people like Xavier Woods have a following already when they're mm -hmm. playing their games Alexa Bliss all these people Mm -hmm. and the fact that he doesn't get a cut or he has no say in it that pisses him off
2: Um, It might be some of that, but from my knowledge, like the recent crackdown is because of um, WWE superstar AJ Styles actually revealing to his followers on Twitch that he has COVID-19. And what what Vince didn't like about that one was it kind of bypassed the corporation. In it that's right? true so uh, they can't wrap up the messaging like you know how big corporations are they want to be on top of this stuff of course like, of course whenever, as we
1: know yeah mm-hmm.
2: so th- that's no, was, where I'm kind of coming from where okay I understand but let's not get no, but, too crazy exactly yeah. I mean you're talking about a corporate
1: communications problem that is something that they can address AJ mm-hmm. is not the first WWE superstar to stick his foot in his mouth honestly mm-hmm. but Again, I think what you said hits it right on the head. The fact that it's unregulated, that they, they have no control yeah. in place in what yeah. these people do on these platforms. So, right. so what what does this what does it mean? Are they going to be shutting down their accounts? If I may, or are they going to um, like? If I go may, for it?
0: I think I think all of this speaks to um, sort of like how old an institution and how old the ways that people think at the WWE. And I know. Mm -hmm. i'm sure when you sign to the wwe there are all sorts of lines in the contract that tell you like you know how you talk to people how you engage with people you know Mm -hmm. what kind of uh comments you can make what kind of you know commercial engagements you can make and i i highly doubt that those contracts anticipated the proliferation of digital media of independent digital media controlled Mm -hmm. by the people that's true right yeah yeah. they, they did not they did not foresee these wrestlers having TikToks or or Twitch streams, and now, right. it, you know, it becomes incumbent upon the WWE Corporation to figure that shit out. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not cool with the idea of like AJ Styles being muzzled to talk about COVID, but clearly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Clearly, that the corporate the relationship between Styles and WWE should have been arranged in such a way that he would have known better to, than to disclose that, or found a way to disclose that in a way that was like you know matched his contractual obligations to the company right. brand and his own like personal relationship with his with his followers. Right.
2: Definitely. That's, yeah, that um, makes sense. There should have been like a more controlled, like a more a more uh, uh, corporate friendly way to do it, like. um so that you don't stick out like in front of of the brand. Exactly, right? you're not because you're just putting you're, the brand at risk by doing so.
0: Yeah, and yeah, the thing is Twitch, in, mean, but Twitch invites a candidness that a lot of yeah. people are, a lot of corporations aren't used to. So, for example, we're not going to hear any situation where like Elizabeth Olsen from like you know Scarlet Witch, Marvelous and Cinematic Universe. We're not going to hear any, any situation where we're going to see her in Twitch, and he's going to, and you know, she's going to say, "Oh, by the way, you know." Uh, uh, by the way, Kevin Feige's a motherfucker <laughs> you know, or, or whatever. You know, like he's not going to yeah. say she's not going to say anything right. bad. Of course because, she's not. He's not just Whedon. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but she's, she's not, you know, pew. because she, she knows that <laughs> she knows she knows better than to do that. But of course, mm-hmm. when Booyah. you're on Twitch, when you're on stream, you know, mm-hmm. candidness can like draw that kind of informality and casualness well, out, of, out of you. To be, of.
1: to be fair, it kind of syncs up with what we know about Vince as a legendary micromanager. Right. And, you know, the WWE has not had the best track record when it comes to its superstars on social media. I mean, let's be honest. Mm, yeah. Between people saying things they are not supposed to say, between reveals mm. happening… Or or, or characters, I mean, wrestlers breaking character when they hit social media, you know. It's getting next to impossible to regulate
2: at this point. Mm. Because you Um, really got to watch
1: them 24-7.
2: It's a weird thing because for for the wrestling, uh, for those familiar with wrestling, they know the term kayfabe, which is like staying character this whole time. But it's really hard to maintain kayfabe in the world where social media exists. Yes. Like, the athletes are playing characters, but at the same time, they have personal lives. Yes. And, and the yes. world is, is driven by these connections to the athletes that then… They're just at the palm of your hand. You, you want to tweet them? You want to say something to yep. them? You want to like their, their posts? They're very accessible, right? And that becomes tricky in a business where they're supposed to be playing a character. And I think moving forward, wrestling in general, like professional wrestling in general has to be able to accept or kind of work with social media in a certain way that doesn't take too much away from their business and also balance out like the personal lives of people. And well, I think that a- that'll make for better characters and story moving forward as, as well. Oh, wow. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. Right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Just yeah. think, think-, think about it. I mean, now you can take a storyline from SmackDown or Raw or from whatever pay-per-view… That yeah. storyline can move online. They can move to Twitch. They can move to Twitter. Right. They can move to Instagram. You know, you can right. have a feud that goes across every platform now. Yeah, that that would be so, that would be That's something why- to watch. That would be something oh different. Something interesting.
2: That's why what AEW wrestler uh, MJF, um, I think it's Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Sorry, That's why sorry, can stuff-
0: help, sorry, can you help me out? Are you talking about a wrestler who exists d- outside of the WWE? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. There is a rival right. promotion a now. Wrestler. So you got to tell, so tell me about that. Because I okay. don't know about wrestling and so will some of our audience <laughs> sometimes.
2: There's, yeah. a, there's a rival uh, promotion called AEW, which is actually putting up a fight against WWE. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a character there, or a, a wrestler by the name of uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman, uh, M. MJF, I think, is is his moniker. And what his stuff is is very interesting because he's always in character, always in character all mm-hmm. the time, right? He does interviews away from the camera, always in character. Yep. He does a mall signing. He'll flip the mm-hmm. f- he'll flip off the kid. He doesn't care. He's he's always a heel <laughs> all the time. I um, love it. He did this. He did uh, a documentary. There's a wrestling documentarian that whose name escapes me at the moment. But what he does, what the documentarian does is show like the real side of the wrestlers and, and the their personal lives. And when it came time to make the MJF documentary, the documentary was also <laughs> in character. <laughs> like, MJF, look, look at- like he rented out a fake house and put up pictures of <laughs> fake parents. And he, all, his, all his picture frames it. were like filled with stock photos. It was so good, dude. Like, oh, dude and he never so breaks character. It's great. Here's, I think that's, that's where the future should go. Mm. Here's the
1: thing, right? Speaking of the future. Yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Because mm. we now live in a world where The Undertaker actually does <laughs> interviews. As, himself, oh, as Mark no. Calloway, you oh,
2: know? Oh, God. Just Mark Calloway. I mean,
1: <laughs> uh, did you watch his documentary? That was like, Yeah. wow, I have not seen him string together with that many words in my life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it was jarring, dude.
1: It really was, but it was brilliant. All I'm saying it was is great. they were able to embrace breaking the fourth wall for mm-hmm. The Undertaker, of all freaking characters, like the only like one of the few remaining classic gimmicks at this point. Right. I don't see why Twitch should be a bad thing. I think they just got to come up with some rules. I think that yeah. they, they overreacted. You're right. They should have come up with a better corporate response than, than what they did.
2: Yeah, I think it's it's also a huge overreaction too because the, the crackdown became, okay, WWE owns all your names, all your real names, yep. all your wrestler yep. names, and all your likenesses, yep. which is yep. very unfair that's not especially like, since they're not actually mm. employees you know mm-hmm. they're
1: all on paper they're all freelance contractors
2: exactly it's it's yeah, not dear it's, God. it wasn't the great way how to, do you think to, vince to became to a billionaire matthew <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but basically yeah um, mm-hmm. mm. the whole thing about celebrity being a celebrity through your twitch stream that's incredible because now there's in some ways there's more of a direct interaction with your fans mm. i think than on Twitter or on Instagram or Mm. on Facebook even because on those platforms you have time to think about your response right Right. when you're streaming you're live streaming your game and all that you're just you they see you presumably unfiltered whatever they see you as you 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 don't have time to think you don't have time to hide you you know what you see is what you get and I think I like that authenticity and that's why for me it's cool that on the one hand it can build somebody's celebrity on the Mm. other hand it's also cool to see celebrities indulging in those activities.
2: Right. Um, mm. yeah, and that's like the key point in Twitch streaming specifically. It's all of that, it's all the candidness and the realness of interacting with the actual person, framed in the guise of video games, something everyone loves, like, or at least a lot of us love. So it's yeah. instantly yeah, yeah. like for a sure, topic. For sure. you see a guy being real in a video game,
0: which is something that mm-hmm. you really like. Yeah. Three points. I think it also helps that you know everybody uh, everybody has a passing interest in video games at the very least, and mm-hmm. in, a, in a way, it, it it is a more compelling medium than than a film or TV as a Twitch as a Twitch experience because if 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 a Twitch streamer decides, hey guys, you know I'm going to watch this movie uh, mm-hmm. and you're going to watch it with me. I don't think I can create that same experience because there's no there's no spectacle. You're just watching something together, but the spectacle mm-hmm. of of a player, of a gamer, of a Twitch streamer going ooh and ah and you know making mistakes and scoring epic highs is mm-hmm. completely uh, completely different. Mm-hmm. They get to live vicariously through you and also a very very talented or capable Twitch streamer knows how to harness that energy and sort of like you know be both entertainer and community leader definitely definitely that's why I, I, I honestly feel that there's well
1: fuck it there's more to this than I initially <laughs> thought and I'm glad to have been proven wrong I am fascinated <laughs> actually uh, who do, who else do you guys watch I mean can you recommend somebody oh.
0: or, or, what do you, do you guys watch I, I don't believe Rafi's made a recommendation yet so please uh, oh. give us one
2: Wow! Other than, flat- other than uh, other than <laughs> yourself,
0: of course, Raffi Graffiti at twitch.tv. Uh, thank you
2: very mm-hmm. much. Um, uh, no, you know what? Um, if you like your st-
0: stream, subscribe. Uh, <laughs> I'm still at a very, I'm
2: still at a very uh, young or at a very new point in in streaming, so I don't watch much of the big name people. I'm more of like mm-hmm. I'm I'm clearly in it just for. Um, the community. The community building. Having new friends from the other side of the world. Like watching them play games. So I don't yeah. have a specific uh, recommendation. Put me on yeah, the spot here.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm um, so sorry. No pressure. While you work <laughs> sure. on that, I want to talk about something else. Which is of sure, course go for like… It we talked about what, what makes a good Twitch streamer or a great Twitch streamer and what makes a great community. And I think that also speaks to some of the things that have happened recently. People forget that it's actually the independent streamers or the small streamers that make up the bulk of the, the streaming platforms. You know what I mean? That they're they're actually the foundation, the bedrock of the Twitch community and any mm-hmm. other streaming platform community. And that's something that a lot of companies don't really think about. They think that, oh, because Mixer, because because Ninja and Pokimane and, you know, all, and, and and Boomer Girl, like they all attract millions of people to their streams that they're the most important people. And that might be true, but only to a very, very limited extent. It's like saying that mm-hmm. the, the Jimmy Fallon chat YouTube channel is the most important channel on YouTube. It's not. It's the mm-hmm. smaller streamers because they are the ones that draw all these people in. So that there's an, um, a billion viewer mass that justifies having bigger people on the platform. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And people won't stay. People will not stay if they think you're being fake or inauthentic or unwelcoming or mm-hmm. just not entertaining to watch. Even. Mm-hmm.
1: Hold on, Matthew. Didn't you start… Uh,
0: didn't you start… Uh, live streaming at some point Um, I fiddled around on my Facebook with some streams but I haven't gone full whole hog with the whole camera setup and the uh, ability to provide commentary and engage with the chat I do plan Mm -hmm. to soon but gotta buy that second monitor and all that shit and (laughs) and put everything up Mm -hmm. ooh that sounds like a good excuse to go shopping it is it is a good excuse to go shopping
2: yeah I thought that was gonna be a segue into (laughs) into an ad or something. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Somebody, please sponsor us.
2: Yes,
1: (laughs) we're not gonna say no to money.
2: Yeah, yeah. ten ten sale on Shopee. (laughs) 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 But I want to go back here and say that if you really want to try it, Matthew, like the hardware isn't like the biggest deal. I started streaming with just the PS4, like straight up. From the PS4, uh, put in my mic and just through, connected the, the PS4 to the Twitch, and that's I it. saw you that's a based. mere
0: humble 720p. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> and Snob. I immediately, I immediately. That's fine. That's fine. That happens. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, the the main thing is uh, actually I started streaming uh, as a birthday gift to myself. Like my birthday rolled around, and I and and like. Yo, I've always wanted to try and I wanted to like play video games and have people watch me. Why don't we just do that? <laughs> and, and then I did it like it's been, it, it was uh, the COVID back then. So like it's really easy. I was just really just in the house. So I plugged all the things, mic, PS4, PS4 to Twitch and then started and then that's it. And uh, I think from that, I, I got to affiliate, which is like a, a tier. Of streamer and I got to affiliate in like the first thirty days. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. So the main point was uh, apart from a humble brag, uh, <laughs> don't let hardware be. If you really, <laughs> I had to check myself. Uh, <laughs> nope, nope, no judgment. No judgment. Really, you just really shoehorned it in there. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> what you said earlier, it happens. It happens. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah
2: but I, I think the point was uh, don't let hardware be uh, a detriment if you want to do it just get out there and do it yeah so, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah yeah it's just a matter of finding a schedule and I will make sure that I invite you all to yeah. for stream. yeah maybe for do sure. some private re- rehearsals fine but if you're
1: in a tank top I'm changing the channel
0: (laughs) oh Jesus Christ
2: I'm actually going to subscribe the second I see Matthew in a tank top
0: (laughs) oh my god no let's not do that let's not scare everyone and uh, I think that's a show yeah but thank you thank you for for coming over I feel like I feel like we didn't get enough of you I feel like we should you know hell yeah like I'm, I'm
2: game like this has been really fun and I feel I detect that Oh uh, we need to do like a like a resting version. Like a
0: Yeah, we can <laughs> do that yeah, rest, like, <laughs> like an episode. You know, you mm-hmm. know, you know, I think I know why I think I know why I didn't feel like I got enough of you today, mm-hmm. Ravi. I think A I miss you brother. Oh, yeah. And B uh, which is I'm so used to your podcast being like how many hours long? <laughs> oh, Three hours I'm sorry. At least. Three yeah, hours yeah, at least. Of, of, of Good Train Brigade. The power, yeah. like uh, hmm. Ooh, we've never yeah. gone that long. Actually, commit-
1: <laughs> the, the only time we we actually hit ninety minutes once because I couldn't stop Matthew from cussing on the Rise of Skywalker.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. That, man. Uh, uh. Yeah, I mean, no, mm-hmm. but, I mean, Ravi, Raffy knows I can, I can, I can swear like a like a bastard. You don't say, especially options. about but Star no, Wars. But, but, <laughs> yeah, but but it, but on this show, I try to I try to be my best self, so, mm-hmm. and that was that was gone the moment we talked about Rise. Just Oh, fucking. <laughs> oh God, what a
2: disappointment! Oh my God, oh, I
0: swear God. that movie was awful. And if
1: you guys want to hear mm-hmm. more of Matthew cussing about it, you can check out our episode in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Segway So um, yeah Thanks for joining us Rafi That was very eye-opening I had fun I learned a couple a of things I'm still not going to watch Matthew in a tank top I don't care what you say <laughs> <laughs> And we would love to have you back on the show
2: Absolutely, We would love yeah. to have love you to back yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for having me. This was indeed really fun.
0: All right, Rafi. Yup. Uh, where, where can our, our, our listeners uh, find you at? All the socials you'd like to promote? Anything you want to drop? Oh, yeah. What's the
2: What's the CV again? Could you remind me? What, what am I doing? Well, I don't think people… <laughs> I think the, the main avenue for my content right now is uh, GG Network. I am a content creator for GG Network. Uh, a bunch of articles on ggnetwork.tv… Um, there's also the social media page, GG Network. I do a bunch of like uh, fun video game lists and uh, just a bunch of, uh, uh, what do you call those things? Videos. That's that's what they are. Um, yeah. <laughs> you wow. Can follow, you can also follow uh, my streaming <laughs> on twitch.tv slash raffigraffiti, R-A-F-F-Y-G-R-A-F-F-I-T-I. I stream on Tuesdays, Fridays, and Sundays at 9pm GMT. I especially recommend people coming in on Sunday at 9pm GMT because it's always usually like a fun multiplayer type thing. Like we play Among Us, we play Fall Guys, we play Jackbox. Like anything that we can all do together. Oh, that does sound like fun.
0: And I can join in, right? By the way, you mean GMT plus 8, not GMT, right? GMT plus 8. What did I say? Oh my god. He's GMT, GMT so I think people might might be checking you out on Green, Greenwich Mean Time GMT plus eight yeah. plus eight yeah all right for the record okay. everybody those times were set on Philippine so, local time go. that's GMT plus eight all, all right. right corrected all right. Fixed Boom. that for you now you know
2: <laughs> and I think that's it like um I'm also on the uh, socials the Facebook and the Instagram uh, Raffy Graffiti R A F F Y G R A F F I T I ooh I gotta plug Good Trace Brigade too can I. Because we're on the podcast. Yeah, projects. go for it. Uh, <laughs> we have a bi weekly podcast of four friends just hanging about and, and just catching up on their day. Uh, it's called Good Trades. And uh, with me are the Good Trades Brigade. So you can find us on Spotify. Just search Good Trades Brigade, and all our episodes are right there. Uh, we just passed the landmark that, that matters, the only one that matters. We got our episode 69. The other week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice, 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 and yeah. So go give that a follow. And yeah, that's it. All right. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Dude, Ooh. again, super, uh-huh. super, like, this was really fun. Thank you so much.
1: And for all of you listening out there, let us know who your favorite streamers are. Uh Maybe I'll check them out. Maybe I'll even give it a try. I don't know. Be nice. be nice okay until then this has been three point landing uh production of big baby studios i'm misha
0: i'm matthew and our
1: guest
2: raffi hooray